0: Welcome to the Inspired Living Podcast Show, my friends. I'm ready. Are you ready? It's time to turn up the dial on your inspiration, your happiness, your fulfillment, and your confidence. It's time to rise up, my friends. If you want to experience more freedom and passion and live fully alive, have more fun, and squeeze every ounce out of life's possibilities, then it's time to take the leap and join your host, Shelly Marenka. Welcome to the Inspired Living podcast show. ahead and grab your journal and grab your pen. You're going to want to take notes because we are going to talk about energy today and to get it and how to keep it going and how to continue to generate it and all the benefits that it does have for us in our life and this is Shelly Marenka with Inspired Living and this is a course from a module from the self-love course so if you're interested in learning more about that you can visit my website at smarenka.com so here we go and we're going to talk about energy so as I said earlier We can't have really effective, productive energy without having clarity in our lives about what we want, how we want our day to look, and how we want our week and our month and our life to look. So in order to create a life that we love, we have to muster up energy to be able to fulfill that, right? And so I'm going to talk about the connection of energy between our spiritual mindset, our mental mindset, our emotional, and our physical. And today, I want to add a lot of value here to your lives by talking about energy. And number one, how we get it and use it to our advantage so that we can have an amazing, productive, fulfilling life, right? And your presence in your productivity is directly related to your energy, right? Like If we're not present and we're not productive, it's most likely that we are just sitting in a low vibration, not knowing what to do or we're just kind of going through the motions. Many people out there do that. They just go through the motions day in and day out, check in a job, check out, go home, same routine, same thing. But if you really want productivity, you've got to be present to the moments. And in order to be present to the moments, you want to be generating energy, and so clarity is really important so that first lesson that you learned in um, the self love course really is a launch to this second one of having energy and also, I do want to talk about the vibration of energy, and it's up there with um you know high emotion, positivity, good thoughts and Our thoughts regulate our energy, right? So if we're having um, negative thoughts, or we're depressed, or um, we're angry, all of those emotions lower our vibration. You guys know what I'm talking about? You know, just the energy. And these other, you know, high-level words, such as, you know, positivity, and openness, and awareness, and heart-centeredness, and love, these are all you know, high levels of um, positivity and energy. And I try to be energetic every day, and I'm very intentional about it. And when I'm not, I know there's something wrong with me. I mean, not wrong with me. There's something going on with me that is keeping me from being in my present energetic state. So I'm very intentional about it. And I want to be responsible for the energy that I bring into the room and to all those people that are around me so that I can uplift and inspire and motivate others as well because really my whole life has kind of been around being an in, in cheerleader, in an inspirer, and in an encourager. And it's just who I was born to be, kind of like that Lady Gaga song, right? I was born this way. And you all are born this way, however you are right now. It doesn't, you know, and I I want to mention that, you know, we're not here to change ourselves. We're here to grow. And our awakening through this process is not about changing who we are, but shedding the layers that no longer serve us, right? So there's nothing wrong with anybody, right? We're in the right place at the right time, but we have this opportunity to um, learn to grow and love ourselves more as long as we're down here on earth. And I'm passionate about generating energy around me to help others because not everybody has energy, right? And you don't just wake up with energy. Most people don't pop their feet on the floor. You've got to generate it just like a power plant. It doesn't just have energy. The power plant has to generate it all the time to keep itself going. And you are generating energy by your thoughts and by your emotions and your actions and your habit, right? Because your thoughts activate your emotions and your emotions activate your actions and your actions activate your habits. And I talk about this a lot, right? It's just this domino effect. So it's really important that we are good gatekeepers of our mind. And once you take responsibility for the energy in your life, that is transformation, baby. That's transformation. So I've got about five points here that I want to run through. And number one is in order to generate energy, right? And then once you're generating it, what it looks like in your life and how to keep it going. Number one is finding the rhythm in your life. And it's different for all of us. Like um, Debbie had mentioned earlier, you know, she gets up at five o'clock in the morning. She just can't help it. Well, hey, that's cool. You get to maximize your day while it's dark 30 for other people. I mean, I know a lot of people rise early, and then there's other people that, you know, are night owls. So if you want to flow with the rhythm of your life, those circadian rhythms that are part of who we are, if we can follow them and listen to them, then, you know, God bless you. But typically in a world that Um, has us running in all kinds of different directions and a job that we have to show up for at a particular time, sometimes we can't honor our own circadian rhythms. And, you know, one perfect example is not having to set an alarm in the morning to wake up, but to just go to bed at a comfortable time that suits you and then let your body wake up. And what I've read is that once you wake up, don't go back to sleep. Well, unless it's like 3 o'clock in the morning, it's a different story. And then I know people that get up and read to go back to sleep. But um, let's say you wake up at 6.30 and you're debating whether you want to go back to sleep. It says, you know, wake up, get up. And that's the perfect time to, you know, journal and download and meditate. That's the most peaceful state that your body will be in before 15 minutes before falling asleep. So I want to encourage you to get up if you don't have an alarm. Um... And if you feel like you need an alarm because you're sleeping in and your morning is being wasted, then you are someone that might want to use your alarm. So whatever motivates you to get fired up and maintain a level of energy for high performance, that is something you want to integrate into your life so that you flow and you're in the rhythm. I'm going to give you some ideas on how to create rhythm in your life. Like a natural rhythm creates um, a natural re- Rhythm creates flow and alignment with your core values and who you are. And when we take on a job or a career that we don't like, right, and we feel unfulfilled in our work or in a relationship, and that makes us unhappy, it's difficult to create a rhythm of positive energy in your life because there's a block. And you may not see it, but I'll bet and guarantee that you feel it. And so it keeps you from moving forward, and it keeps coming up. It's like, okay, you know, maybe I have to deal with this, this thing that keeps coming up. So we've got to do what makes us feel most fully alive. And there are not enough people in this world that are embracing their true potential and living a life that they love and um, where they can feel fulfilled and fully alive. So many women I talk to, the number one thing that they want is for fulfillment and happiness and that fulfillment is a partnership with purpose also right because when we feel like we're here for a purpose and we're doing our purpose then we feel fulfilled right and we feel fully alive because when we're stepping into our passion um, we're getting excited and that's kind of fueling everything else and I understand that some people feel that they don't have a purpose and um, they're about discovering it but This self-love course is a beautiful way to do that. So if this is you, your time is now. Life is fleeting, right? And you can make a plan to create energy to make a shift in your life. Okay, and a subtopic from this is a challenge for you. A subtopic from finding the rhythm in your life. Here's the challenge for you this week, ladies, is establishing a conscious morning routine that will set the tone for your day. And ultimately, it will set the tone for your life. I can't tell you how establishing a creative, conscious morning routine, for me, changed my life forever. And it's part of what I was talking about earlier with you, Mary, is crafting a life that we love versus living our life by default. And if we don't have a morning routine, and it's the same thing day in and day out, Um, that's what's just going to keep happening in your life and that's what you're going to get. So I establish you all to create a conscious morning routine and create a simple one. Again, there's no right or wrong way to do this, but just create one. And you can habit stack. like You can just start with one habit, maybe like journaling or one habit like taking a walk in the morning. And um, this particular routine could put you on a path to gain more clarity in your life. It just organically does that. And then before you know it, you continue to add more healthy habits to that. And then you do what I refer and create is um, habit stacking. And before you know it, you're running the races with the big guys. And if you want to know what a morning routine looks like and get suggestions, um, I do believe there's one in the self-love course, but also on my blog at smarenka.com under, you know, inspiration, Thoughtful, you just uh, Google in the blog morning routine and it's all spelled out for you. And I just want to let you know, don't try to take it all, all on in one day. Those are habits that I stacked over time, but you might find one that you love, okay? And so that's the challenge for this week is to begin to have a conscious morning routine just with one thing, okay? Even if it's only for five minutes. And so the next point I want to talk about is joy, about bringing the joy. And joy is different than happiness. And happiness can be fleeting, but happiness isn't something that we go after. I mean, we think we do, but, um, and that's a conversation for later. But happiness is a state of being. And there's a vibration and energetic level that we create for ourselves by our thoughts and our emotions, right? So joy is something for me that, that I feel that I get from being aligned with my higher power. I feel joy being aligned with God. And um, yeah, it's just really as simple as that. And so what I want to ask you, and this is a challenge for you to do too, because in our first session we talked about this, but maybe it dropped off. And maybe in one of these upcoming sessions I can elaborate on it a little bit more because I feel that when When this assignment is given, if we don't actually talk about it for about 15 minutes like I do in my coaching session, it gets lost and you might feel stuck and you don't know how to keep going again. But here's the question. What are the things that you love to do? This is about finding joy and bringing the joy. If you say, I don't feel joyful. I don't know how to find joy in my life. um, You're not alone. So here's how you can find it. Ask yourself, what are the things that you love to do? And then write them down. And... Then on in the second question is what are the things that you hate to do? Like what are the things in your life that you're doing that you can go, I don't know why I'm doing these. So let's see if you can eliminate them, delegate them, or just get rid of them completely. So when you write those things down that you hate in your life, that you just like shake your head, see if you can do one of those three things with them. And uh, in a previous coaching session that I had recently, we sat down together and she wrote a list of the things um, that brought her joy and we put them in three different categories. And so here's the three different categories that you could put them in. And it's kind of fun to play with. One is like, like skiing brings me great joy, but it's expensive. So I have a category for expensive, for affordable, and for free. So you can write down the things under the expensive category that maybe you can do, you know, once every quarter or whatever, how it fits in your budget, but not not do it because it's expensive. Write it down, acknowledge that it brings you joy, and by golly, go do it, right? Go do that thing. Life is fleeting. And so then write a list of the things um, that are affordable. You know, it might be like a yoga class or um you know, a meetup group or going out to eat or, you know, there's so many different things. And then free. And if you get stuck on these things, Google them. Google has answers to everything, right? And then you can see a list of activities or something. Then you can be the one identifying that, you know, this one brings me joy. And I actually have a list of things for my clients that they can look and a list of emotions that they can relate to and all that. So number three is free. Okay. What are those things that you can do, do that are free? And so create that list and when you are feeling blue, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling low, keep that list somewhere where you know where it is and you can refer back to it, right? Um, And going back to the first two questions, um, what are the things that you love to do and what are the things that you hate to do? Those are in alignment with you guys with the assignment I gave you originally. What are the 50 things you don't want in your life? And what are the 50 things that you do want in your life? Do you guys see the similarities? Yeah. Okay, good. So I've got another challenge. Are y'all up for it? (laughs) I thought I was going to only come with one, but I got three so far. I think this might be the last one. But write it down and feel free to do it at any time in the future, okay? So I encourage you to make a list Like this for yourself, because what you'll find is that there are opportunities right in front of you that you may not be seeing to create more joy. And it can come like that, right? But perhaps you've been too busy to see it, okay? And one of the things I want to um, mention about joy and how I said, you know, bring the joy, bring it into the room, bring it every day. And one of the things that I had a great awareness about Um, recently was that when we are out and about, which we haven't been for a couple of months with COVID, is that when we're at the grocery store or we're wherever shopping, that person that's there serving us, I have come to find feels really unacknowledged and underappreciated for the work that they do. They could be working at Walmart or McDonald's or at Nordstrom's or at a fine restaurant, And we have been living such a fast pace that we just look at them as robots. And I want to invite you to create an awareness. And I have to share that my daughter, Michaela, when we got back together where we were living in the same place and going places together, I was so astounded how she did this. I was floored and convicted myself. Like, you know, yeah, I've been in a place where I've, Neglected to acknowledge someone before I've asked for something. And then other times I've acknowledged them, but but that was it. My daughter's like right there asking him. How are you doing today? You know? How are you feeling? Thank you for being here. And just acknowledging them as a person. And they say thank you and they feel so appreciated. So I just want to encourage us to do more of that, like can extend that type of kindness. You know, to a teacher, we just got done with a yoga class. Don't just walk away. Go up there and say, Mary, thank you. That was a great class. It was beautiful. Just thank you for teaching it. Sometimes we just forget, right? Um, So I just wanted to bring that up because I think that kindness is something that we can continue to pass along. And it brings us joy and it brings them joy, okay? And for people who haven't done a lot of personal development work, you guys, Um, or spiritual work, they're often unaware of how to create awareness about and around their own energy. And so oftentimes if we are the light pillars and we're the ones bringing the joy to them, they can be positively affected because it's contagious, right? And then they can step off of that hamster wheel of life and really kind of embrace some of the joy and energy coming from you, right? And step onto a path of hope for themselves. So we really want to be pillars of light and positivity and this is how we can do it. So next time when someone asks you like, the gates are kind of opening up now and people are gonna be socializing and maybe you'll be going to someone's home. And you know how people would ask, oh, what can I bring? You're going to a party, you're going to an event, you're going somewhere. Next time you, I, I challenge you to tell that person, bring the joy, you know, bring the joy into the room. Bring, you know, be aware of your attitude. Come being happy and share that with with everybody else because we all have to admit there's nothing worse than having an Eeyore in the room, like, you know, from Winnie the Pooh. It's like we all should and have been Eeyores in our life in one day or another, but it's like we all know those people who are actually Eeyores in life all the time, and that's really hard. So remember to bring the joy and be contagious. And it also makes you a better leader. It makes you a better mother, father, friend, you know, significant other to just rise up in all areas of life because that's what happens when we bring the joy. We're like way up here instead of down here. Okay, number three is supplement for your energy. Many of you who have known me for a long time know that this is like, you know, this is non-negotiable for me. And um, many of you may already do that and you can feel the difference from being smart about that and it makes your day and your energy levels you know really elevated high performance and I've experienced both ends of the spectrum from taking a handful of supplements to drinking my protein smoothie every morning to doing none of it and I can tell you that without a doubt my focus my performance my energy and my youthful cells for feeling and looking more energetic hands-down is so important. So, and supplements can affect your energy as long as you're supplementing smart and you're using the right ones, it will not only help elevate your energy, but you'll have better focus, increased performance, and you'll feel better. And you won't be one of those people that sits on the couch at seven o'clock and then falls asleep. Unless you're like dead when she gets up at five, then hey, that's okay. Maybe that's your 16 hours for being awake. Or for someone who has to drag themselves out of bed. So smart self is really, really critical. And um, I can't say enough about that. And you'll even feel so vital that you're going to be energized to go work out. And then guess what happens when you work out? right? You're even more energized, and you have more clear focus, and you're ready to take the next, you know, productivity interval for the day. So some of you could benefit from taking specific supplements, like let's say stress, like who isn't stressed these days? The stress levels In our lives and all of us has escalated like in an unprecedented way so it's really important to address that and meet those stress levels with the right supplements so that you're not having a negative domino effect in the body right because that's what can happen and then some of you may have medical concerns or issues you know health issues so supplementation really can be your friend and help you feel vital and energetic again And brain health and gut health, right, over the last couple of years has really been paramount priorities when it comes to supplementation and our overall health, like everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, all that research is being demonstrated and shown, the medical practitioners are talking about it, we have so many negative things happening in our environment that we're breathing in, taking in, seeing, feeling, that it does affect our gut health, you know, along with food and all of that, so it's really important that we address gut health and brain health when it comes to supplementation. And one of my early mantras that I wanted to share with you, like when I started coaching in my twenties, um, was this prevention is worth a pound of cure. I'm going to say it again. It's as old as the stars, but it's absolutely true. And I have told my clients this my whole life. Coaching is like, get on that bandwagon now because you're not going to regret it. Prevention is worth a pound of cure. Okay. So. I want you to ask yourself, have you been doing that? And if you haven't been doing that, then why not? And if you started 10 to 20 years ago, um, you, I'm sure, are, you know, you look and you feel more amazing than if you look at someone your age and they haven't been doing that. And so it really makes a difference and it's never too late to start, you guys. So I just tell myself, I can't stop. I won't stop. You know, my, I may get off the bandwagon for a day or two, but, you know, it's just serves me in really high levels. And um, it's really important too. underneath this is if you are feeling um, not well or something's off, it really is important to see an expert, a health professional, an expert. And sometimes it may require that we get a blood test. And if you ever want to get a comprehensive blood test that goes beyond the ones that you get from the normal doctors, contact me, I have someone who does it, and it goes really deep. But I think Getting a blood test, at least on an, yeah, like an annual basis, will help identify areas that you need to work on to bring your health back up. It also kind of wakes you up because maybe you see something going awry, and before you actually have symptoms from it, it can identify it. So it's really a good idea to actually get the checkups and keep your health in check because energy and health go hand in hand. Michelle shaking her head is like, yeah, baby. So we've got to get the benefits from doing that. So consider checking in and don't go that path alone. And in completion here, we have number four, and it's really number one on the list, but it's self-care. But all of these are really important, but self-care is near and dear to my heart. And to all of you women, you know why? Because we are last on the list for self-care typically. We're always taking care of somebody else, making sure that that, ne- that their needs are met. So self-care, and I've got a few points here for you on self-care, and then we're done. Um, we must pay attention to this in order to have quality of life and to create a life that we love, right? We've got to do self-care. You are not only worth it, but you deserve it to yourself. And it will increase your happiness, your positivity, your vibrations, everything for you to live a life with energy. So A is sleep, not only getting sleep, but asterisk quality sleep, all right? That's so, so important, quality sleep. So that means that um, adults really need seven to eight hours of sleep. So if you're not getting that, I encourage you to do that And make your, I remember when I also learned about this, make your bedroom a sanctuary, right? It should be a sanctuary where you go into your bedroom. There's no screens anywhere. There's no clocks anywhere, you know, and you just make it beautiful and zen. Michelle's shaking her head. It's like, I love going into my bedroom. Sometimes I can't get out of it (laughs) because it's just like my go-to place. But I really encourage you to do that. And it just, you know, make it your sanctuary. Okay, B is movement. We've talked about that a lot already. But I do want to reiterate that movement, physical activity, every day. You don't have to be an Olympian, right? This it could be something that's going out for a walk, doing stretching, taking a yoga class. But movement is so important in self-care. Not only for our health, but our mindset. And all of these integrate together, you guys, right? Okay, C is... Diet and supplementation, they go together. This isn't a session to talk about diet, but perhaps we can in the future. If you've got questions, you can reach out to me. I have a 30-day transformation online program and a seven-day healthy cleanse that can really rock your world and shift your health radically onto a new level. Um, Strength training is another one. I don't want to dismiss that because it really is important and critical. We as women, as we get older, have a tendency to have... Um, weaker bones if we haven't been adopting all the right practices and protocols. So strength training, and that's Michelle's specialty, it's so important. And that does, uh, I love it, that does include weights. And maybe we can uh, talk to Michelle about that later. But strength training is really important. Two times a week is the minimum, but it's sufficient, even 20 minutes a day. Uh, my friend Wayne Westcott has been studying um, strength training with women and and um elderly, you know, for decades, and he's got research that shows that even 80-year-olds who began a strength training program 12 weeks later had incredible results in bone density. So we don't have to get osteopenia or deal with osteoporosis, and all of those are reversible as well. You know, Petra, you're young, but it's really important to just keep, you know, our bones in tip-top shape. Um, D is spending time alone in solitude and silence. It's not just alone, but it's in a peaceful Zen place, indoors or outdoors, where you can be in solitude and silence so you can hear that beautiful voice within. E is feeding your passions to bring the joy, to feel the joy, to live the joy. So you can write down that list of your passions. You'd probably find it under that joy list that you're going to make of, um, you know, those three different categories, expensive, affordable, and free. You should find your joys in there. And then F, ready? It's sex. Yep, I'm saying it. It's true. Sex does so much for our mindset and our body, stress levels and tension, you know, intimate uh connection. It's so important. And so that really is part of our self-care. And then finally, but not really on the bottom, is that morning routine we talked about. So create yourself a beginner's morning routine with one habit to start with, and then begin to stack on that. And in closing, before we go to Q&A, if there's any uh, final comments, Um, I just want to encourage you to go and be extraordinary, power up your potential, radically shift your health, you guys, and love yourself more. And oh, don't forget, bring the joy. Thanks for listening and tuning in. And that's your inspiration for today. my friends so all right I hope you enjoyed this episode are you inspired now Are you motivated to move are you fired up to take action if you loved it make sure you do me a favor and go out on social media somewhere and share this episode post it somewhere add a hashtag on instagram and share what you loved about this episode and remember to hit subscribe and hit that little bell button so you don't miss a thing and also i'd like you to join us in the vibe tribe so just go to smarenka.com and you'll be included in all the latest updates on how to live an inspired life of freedom happiness and empowerment Thank you so much, my friends, for listening. I look forward to you joining me on the next episode of Inspired Living Podcast Show with Shelly Marenka. And remember, be extraordinary, follow your heart, and love yourself more, my friends.